Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio. Your hometown news broadcasting from the Debbie Matthews Nashville Realty Newsroom in Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Monday, February 19th, and we start with local news. The organizers of Columbia's annual Mule Day celebration are marking the 50th anniversary of their involvement by creating a scholarship program that honors the blue-collar nature of Murray County's biggest event. The Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club has dedicated $7,500 in funding for scholarships for 2024, which will be awarded to students planning to pursue career and technical education, or CTE, or vocational training. The theme this year is 50 years of long ears. This is the 50th Mule Day since it was brought back in the early 70s, said Brady Carr, chairman of the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club. Mule Day is a blue-collar event, and we're paying homage to the unique contributions of the mule. They're known for hard work, strength, and intelligence, he said. Students can receive a maximum of $2,500 in scholarships, but awards will be based on need in an effort to make that $7,500 go as far as possible, Carr said. With a lot of these CTE programs, they may not need that whole amount because Tennessee Promise oftentimes pays the entire tuition. The issue is students sometimes may not have the money for the tools and supplies that go along with this type of educational program, Carr said. We may end up impacting half a dozen or three. It just depends on the applicants and the amount of need, he said. Students will be able to use Mule Day scholarships to purchase books, tools, and other equipment that would not be covered by Tennessee Promise. Those interested in applying must be a Murray County resident or an active member of the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club and must exhibit financial need. Carr said those with less than perfect academic records are particularly encouraged to apply. Students who graduated within the last two years can also apply in the first year of the program, Carr noted. Maybe they got a GED or weren't top in their class. They can still qualify, he said. The Mule Day scholarships are not only for CTE or vocational training. They are for CTE or vocational training, not for post-secondary education. For 50 years, Mule Day has supported a number of charities, ranging from construction and site improvements at the Murray County Park to local schools and civic organizations. Carr said the Mule Day organizers see the scholarship program as an extension of their mission. Mule Day is a 501c3, and we donate money back into the community, Carr said. This is a whole new direction for us. The scholarships are funded by local sponsors for Mule Day, and businesses and individuals interested in sponsoring are encouraged to reach out to the Mule Day office. We have scholarships from $500 and up, so we have spots for anyone who wants to get involved, Carr said. We want people to join us in this effort to make Murray County a better place. Applications are due by March 11th, and awards will be announced on April 1st. All awards will be paid directly to the Institution of Enrollment by the Murray County Bridal and Saddle Club. For more information on applying for the scholarship or to become a sponsor, contact Mr. Carr at muledayworks at gmail.com or call 931-224-1930. Information is also available at www.muleday.com forward slash works. 
In a four-to-one vote, the Murray County Admin Committee voted last week to move a proposed 500-acre development to the Budget Committee for further discussion. The South Nashville Commerce Center development would occupy 500 acres on the eastern side of I-65 and would feature industrial, warehouse, hospitality, and retail space. The proposal includes 5.7 million square feet to be built over time, which would be utilized through Jim Warren to Port Royal Road and back to Saturn Parkway. Phil Pastan, president of developer The Richmond Company, said the journey began three years ago when the property was purchased by the entity GV Spring Hill LLC. This project will create thousands of jobs for multiple uses of the property, Pastan said. Over the last 24 months, we've received approvals from the planning staff at Spring Hill, the Board of Mayor and Aldermen, and Industrial Development Board from Spring Hill for the proposal, he said, which would segment an area to allow for a tax increment financing, or TIF. This would give us the opportunity to develop this by bringing utilities to these development sites, Pastan said, adding that the lack of roads and bridges over I-65 are not currently suited for the proposal. We have plans that we've been working on to build a new bridge, keeping the access over I-65 current and creating a new road with the right utilities in it, he said. Pastan said the proposed project would add 4,500 direct and indirect jobs with average wages greater than $57,000 and $260 million in annual wages. Just over $21 million would be geared to schools over the next 20 years. There will be $89 million in new tax revenue with the TIF. You have $14 million in debt service, and then there's that 60-40 split with just under $21 million going to the schools for their budget, he said. The balance will be used for the infrastructure, water, sewer, electric, and roads. County Commission Chairman Eric Previtti questioned the estimate of wages. I want to know who the company is, who the clients are, and where you're getting this estimate of $57,000 in wages, because these look like warehouse jobs to me, he said. I think it's misleading when you sit here and say there's no residential impact. There is going to be a residential impact because in Murray County, we only have 3% unemployment, so there's not many people looking for jobs right now. In other words, it's going to be people coming in, he said. District 8 Commissioner Ray Jeter voiced his concern over losing more farmland. Murray County is losing more and more farmland, and it is a concern, he said. I think the piece of this that we don't ever consider is it's the farmers that are selling this land to the developers, he said. In order to move forward with the development, the TIF must be approved by the county commission. Pastan said the goal is to receive approval by the end of the month before starting construction in late spring. Improvements to the bridge on I-65 and Rutherford Creek would soon follow. Growth pays for growth, and in this particular situation, we're sort of in the perfect situation to provide that, Pastan said. Murray County's long-awaited new judicial center, which is on track to open in October, will receive two courthouse benches in an effort to preserve history from the old courthouse. The building committee, which met last week, approved the item unanimously following comments from County Commission Chairman Eric Previtti. There was a lot of concern about preserving history and memories from the old courthouse, Previtti said, adding that the benches will be refinished and possibly named after previous judges. Previtti said discussions will also be held in the next 60 days over naming the new meeting rooms. If a decision is made to name those rooms, it does need to be done soon just because we're getting those plaques one time if they're bought, he said. 
The benches, which would be brought out of the circuit courtroom, would be used for the concourse for the clerk as a historic marker while bringing in a savings of approximately $4,000. Chairman Previtti said he would like to see the first floor of the old courthouse turned into a county museum, which would display artifacts of Murray County history in an effort to free up room on the square. The second floor would become the county commission's meeting room. The rest of the second floor would become the mayor's office, plus meeting rooms and ADA-compliant bathrooms, he said. The third floor would become offices for the circuit court clerk staff, he said. The idea will now be passed to the full commission to be voted on. The process of design and funding will begin upon approval. The commission is scheduled to meet on February 20th. The Spring Hill Board of Mayor and Aldermen unanimously rejected the proposed Williamson County growth plan last week. City Administrator Pam Kasky, Alderman Trent Linville, and Vice Mayor William Pomeroy each said they believe the plan recommended by the Williamson County Growth Plan Coordinating Committee failed to follow state law. They cited the lack of expanded urban growth boundaries for the city of Spring Hill. We quoted the TCA standards on the urban growth boundaries as not having been followed. Utilities, growth, road planning, etc., Kasky explained. The legislation requires us to suggest an alternative. We went back with a map that said we want the northwest segment negotiated with the residents of the northwest and the city. It's a very small section of properties that we wanted the entirety of the east of 65 west of the Lewisburg Pike from the southern boundary of our city limits now in the Murray County line. That has been our stance from the beginning, she said. Kasky said the city's alternative also included the addition of a parcel on the east side of Lewisburg Pike, where the owner of the property had specifically requested to be in the urban growth boundary. Linville said he didn't think the plan complies with state law and he would be voting to reject it. Alderman Pomeroy wanted the public to understand how other cities' requests to the coordinating committee had been handled. All the other municipalities in Williamson County, with the exception of a small portion of Thompson Station, Fairview, Nolansville, Brentwood, Franklin, they got most of their UGB requested from the Growth Planning Committee, Pomeroy said. I understand there is heartburn for residents east of I-65 from here. I get that, but we have a duty for the city of Spring Hill to protect our investments and ensure the coordinating committee follow the law, he said. The entire board voted against the proposed plan. Parks and Recreation Director Al Ray presented an update on a $750,000 grant the county has received from the state for improvements to Cullioca Community Park during the February meeting of Murray County's Health and Environment Committee. Murray County acquired 16 acres on Mooresville Pike for a planned park in 2021. The undeveloped land bordering a stream sits just west of the community center near the Kalioka Post Office and Kalioka Unit School. Included in the planned improvements via the local Parks and Recreation Fund are utilities, parking, signage, lighting, paving, a picnic shelter, playground, restroom, and a walking trail with three picnic tables and pads. With a local match and consultant fees, the project is expected to cost just over $1.26 million, and the county has three years to complete the project. A budget amendment related to the grant was sent to the Budget Committee and should come before the full commission later this month. Mr. Ray also said his department was working to update its master plan, which was done last in 2019. Public input meetings will be part of the process, and those meetings will be announced at a later date. 
In additional news at that meeting, Steve Thomas, executive director of the Murray County Senior Citizens Incorporated, requested... Uh, presented a request that the county fund the My Ride Murray program for the remainder of the 2023-2024 fiscal year and fully fund the program for fiscal year 24-25. The total cost for the remainder of the current fiscal year was estimated at $17,372. This program ceased operations in July 2023 because of lack of funding after the grant ran out, Thomas said. Mayor Butt called me and said, let's talk about this. She tasked Doug Luconan and I with creating a proposal, he said. The Murray Ride, the My Ride Murray program, rather, offered rides to seniors 60 and over who paid a $25 annual fee with a cost of $4 per trip. Rides required three days' notice and were offered Monday through Friday. Volunteers used their personal vehicles and were paid mileage. From July 2022 through June of 2023, My Ride Murray served 42 total clients with a waiting list of over 60 and made 1,986 total trips covering 26,312 total miles. Most trips were to doctor's offices or other health care providers. The request was advanced to the Budget Committee for further consideration. If moved on to the full commission, it would come up for a vote in March. The Powell Chapel Memorial Center is sponsoring a community educational session called The State of Public Education in Tennessee on Saturday, February 24th, beginning at 2 p.m. at St. James Primitive Baptist Church located at 804 North 1st Street in Pulaski, Tennessee. Brother Garland Brown, a well-known criminal justice instructor, is the speaker. For more information, contact retired Pastor William Howard Smith at 931-638-5603. The monthly meeting of the Murray County Republican Party will take place on Thursday, February 22nd at 6 p.m. Doors open at 5.30 at the Memorial Building, located at 308 West 7th Street in Columbia. Executive Committee meeting will take place prior to the membership meeting. All current members are welcome to attend. Republican Women of Murray County will meet on Tuesday, February 20th at 11 a.m. at Catfish Campus, located at 2509 Keith Drive in Columbia. Denise Daniels from the Moodsters Children's Foundation will be the featured speaker. Reserve your seat now at Duck River Electric's free home energy workshop. The home energy workshop will be held in Murray County on Tuesday, March 12th at 6 p.m. at the Duck River office located at 798 New Lewisburg Highway in Columbia. Duck River Electric's Residential Energy Advisor shares advice for improving the energy efficiency of your home, and you'll learn about programs, services, and rebates available to assist with energy efficiency improvements. The workshop includes a light supper, plus each participating household will receive a free energy-saving starter kit. Due to limited space, you need to reserve your seat today. Call Duck River Electric at 931-680-5880 or sign up online at dremc.com forward slash workshop. Experience Tennessee is excited to launch the Experience Tennessee Community Tourism Project in Spring Hill with a free business-wide tourism workshop at 10 a.m. on February 21st at the Holiday Inn Express Spring Hill, located at 3003 Longford Drive in Spring Hill. This is a comprehensive tourism development partnership between the Spring Hill Chamber and South Central Tennessee Tourism Association. The program is open to all Spring Hill Chamber of Commerce members and those who are interested in being members of the organization. 
We value our partnership with South Central Tennessee Tourism Association, and we are enthusiastic about this opportunity to come together, collaborate, and share resources for the benefit of our business community, said Rebecca Melton, Executive Director of the Spring Hill Chamber. We encourage all Spring Hill tourism-ready businesses to participate in this informative workshop, she said. The Experience Tennessee Community Tourism Project will be facilitated by the South Central Tennessee Tourism Association at no cost. The initiative is designed to help businesses in the attractions, eat and drink, lodging and shopping sectors become more tourism ready by tapping into resources available available to them at the local, regional and state levels. The programming includes workshops designed to focus on tourism and travel trends and marketing strategies targeting the travel demographic. Lori Grimes, Director of Business Strategy for South Central Tennessee Tourism, will facilitate the program in Spring Hill. The South Central Tennessee Tourism Association is dedicated to assisting local businesses absorb the full impact of visitor spending, which generates more than $24 billion for Tennessee's economy, Grimes said. By leveraging our toolkit and educational workshops, businesses will be better equipped to make the most of tourism, Tennessee's second largest industry, she said. For details, visit www.business.springhillchamber.com forward slash events. Pre-registration is not required. For your southern Middle Tennessee weather, we will have plenty of sunshine today with a high of 57 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Tonight, we can expect partly cloudy skies becoming more cloudy as the night goes on. The low will be about 30 degrees with light and variable winds. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness and taking the time to see that things are done right. We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. This is Debbie Matthews with the Nashville Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying, and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs. And I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. Family first. (laughs) My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, 
Our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see shelter agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Bank with First Farmers and you can bank with confidence. With personalized solutions, dedicated experts, and over a century of experience, First Farmers lets you feel secure and empowered in your financial choices. This is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and I would like to remind you that no matter your goals, First Farmers is here for you. Visit MyFirstFarmers.com or call 1-800-882-8378 to switch to First Farmers today. Member FDIC. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at... Back to Southern Middle Tennessee today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Virilis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. We apologize for the technical difficulties today. Uh, President's Day snafu. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee today. We'll cover some state news now. Governor Bill Lee has once again designated March as Keep Tennessee Beautiful Month to officially kick off the activities, including the state's participation in Keep America uh, Keep America Beautiful's Great American Cleanup. KTNB will host a rally and awards luncheon at from 11 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. Central Time on March 1st. The event will take place in Conservation Hall at the Tennessee Governor's Residence with Commissioner Mark Ezel, Tennessee Department of Tourist Development, slated to bring the keynote address. Keep Tennessee beautiful efforts motivate people to visit our state, which in turn leads to a positive impact on the tourism industry and benefits our communities. Mark Ezel, Commissioner of the Tennessee Department of Tourism Development, said, We support environmentally sustainable practices that conserve and protect our natural resources while providing access to both Tennesseans and visitors to our state's stunning outdoors and rich scenic beauty, he said. 
The event will also spotlight Tennessee's participation in KAB's Great American Cleanup, the annual nationwide effort rallying community leaders and litter grant coordinators throughout the U.S. The Great American Cleanup annually engages more than 500,000 volunteers and participants. In 2023, Tennessee's participation in the Great American Cleanup resulted in the removal of 445,344 pounds of litter by more than 8,000 volunteers. More than 650,000 trees and flowers were planted throughout all 95 Tennessee counties. Keep Tennessee Beautiful will join Metro Beautification, TDOT, and Nobody Trashes Tennessee on March 2nd in Nashville for a community-wide Keep America Beautiful cleanup event. Cleanups are being planned throughout the state. We are grateful to Governor Lee for continuing to support March as Keep Tennessee Beautiful Month. Executive Director Missy Marshall said, This is definitely a celebration, but it's also a call to action. We encourage all Tennesseans to live mindfully about our environment, to protect our state from careless littering, and to spend a day or two in the coming months volunteering for a local cleanup event. Let's all contribute and help keep Tennessee beautiful, she said. And now our final story of the day. Elvis fans from around the world will gather in Middle Tennessee on March 21st through the 24th for the 8th annual Nashville Elvis Festival. Celebrating the music and legacy of the king of rock and roll, the four-day festival will welcome back fans to Liberty Hall in the factory at Franklin, located just south of downtown Nashville in the charming suburb of Franklin, Tennessee. Tickets are on sale now at NashvilleElvisFestival.com. This year's festival consists of 10 shows and three late-night parties held at the Host Hotel Spring Hill Suites by Marriott Cool Springs and features special guests and 30 of the best Elvis tribute artists from all over the world. For festival passes, individual show tickets, or more information, please visit the official website at www.nashvilleelvisfestival.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great President's Day. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. 
We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Debbie Matthews with the Nashville Realty Group. And if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough. But rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs. And I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. 